When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, and now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Back with you, Hale Varsity. We're powered by Cornhead Lager, Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal. We welcome in Mike Babcock, Mr. Husker Football, and with Herd at Sports. And Hale Varsity can be part of Mike's newsletter at MikeB at HerdAtSports.com. Mike, we started off with just the, 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 the chilling situation in Kansas City, the victory parade, and you uh, have family and loved ones in Kansas City, Mike, and it uh, looks like, you, I'm just seeing your text, you, your grandkids went. Are, are you okay? Is the family doing okay? Yeah, we're doing okay. They, uh, grandkids went. In fact, uh, Chad, my son, said that uh, they were up most of the night because Gus wanted to get there early, so they got there at 5 o'clock this morning. Mm. Um, they were at the parade, but they didn't go to the rally. Okay. Uh, at the uh, they went to get something to eat instead. And so they saw it on TV. Um, so I, you know, I was concerned initially, but then I texted Chad and he responded to me and, and uh, said that they were fine, that they hadn't been at the actual, at the rally at the, at union station. So uh, I was able to relax there, but uh, yeah, that's a, it, it, it's a tragic thing. And it, you know, it, just uh it's just become so commonplace in this country that uh, uh i don't know what the answer is I, you know obviously nobody does mm. mike how, how how's your son and grandkids feeling i mean obviously they they went they cheered for their team during the parade they got to celebrate and soak in the super bowl moment and and then there's the rally part that we're discussing with the the loss of life and, and others fighting for it right now. Are they jarred? Are they angry? Are they shocked? I mean, what's what's the the feeling from your your loved ones? My my sense is because I talked to Chad uh, briefly on mm-hmm. the phone. Um, my sense is that it's just shock. You know that uh, um, you don't obviously you don't expect anything like that, and when when your kids are like 10 and seven or, you know, whatever, um, that are there, I, you know, I don't know how they, how they process that. Mm -hmm. Um, it, you know, maybe since they were at the, at the, uh, cafe or restaurant or whatever, um, eating and saw it all on TV, maybe it's a little bit more distant, you know, um, when you see it on TV, it doesn't have, the impact that it does if you're in the midst of that crowd and you start to run or you don't know what to do, you know, um, I think that's, uh, again, I feel for me, that's a positive that they were, they were somewhere else seeing it on television uh, rather than actually being in the midst of, of the panic that, that followed when people realized that it was gunshots. And, and I'm, and I'm like you guys, I, 
if if that was indeed a suspect that was tackled by those by those uh, Chiefs fans, I you know what a what a tremendous uh, effort on their part. I you know that's just remarkable that they would do that because I think the majority of fans in watching the newscast, the majority of people were you know there was some question about whether all the injured people were injured as a result of gunfire or whether they were injured as a result of the mass trying to get out of the there. stampede the panic yes stampede um and so they were still sorting that out uh, on on the newscast that i watched well, well we talk about the those heroes taking down the alleged gunmen there's always a, a mr rogers quote and i grew up with mr rogers and it always sticks with me during this time during during times of tragedy always look for the helpers because there's always going to be people in times of tragedy that they're helping. You talk about those heroes. Another story coming out from Albert Breer here that multiple Chiefs players came out and, and assisted kids that were uh, separated from their parents or otherwise panicked by this situation. Uh, Trey Smith even went up to a kid and, and gave this kid the WWE title belt that the Chiefs players were, were carrying through the parade, put it on him, and sat with him until he was able to calm down and find his parents. That's just an incredible story from professional athletes that – You'd be think would be thinking of their own well-being during this time. No, they're going up to the kids and they're helping out the kids that just made it through an absolutely tragic situation. And and I think that's the the silver lining you can try to find in moments like these. The heroes that take down an alleged shooter, these Chiefs players that um, go out there and, and help the kids who are panicked in this situation. It's it's horrible, but there's always stories of hope that come from from awful situations like this. Respond that quickly because you know just minutes earlier you're celebrating your third. Uh, championship in in the last five years, and uh, and then you have to transition into a um, hey we, we we need to try to take care of these these kids that have been separated from their parents or you know whatever it, whatever it might be because you know there there was all this excitement with the parade like Chad said that uh, you know Gus was like they were in the front row because they got there so early. And he said that the players were like right within face of him mm. as they went by. And, you know, how exciting that is. And then all of a sudden, you know, minutes later, you hear gunshots and you're trying to you're trying to process that. And, you know, I think that it's it's great that the, they responded in that way. Well, Mike, we'll we'll get to some. And it's weird to even go here with this, but we'll get to some Nebraska baseball in a moment. But uh, just last thought on, on right now, Mike, and thanks for sharing your information with your family and, and your loved ones, your son, your grandkids. So thankful they're safe and so thankful that you've had a chance to communicate uh, with them and things are okay on your end. But there was 800 law enforcement there. What did the What did the... The, the parade number tally. I mean, most of these things hit around a million, half a million to a million. And uh, I don't know that, I don't know the, the exact, if I, see, if I hear 800 officers and law enforcement folks are on site, you know, how, how big is the police department? Is that one-tenth? Is that, you know, what, what's, the, what's the ratio? And I'm not blaming, I'm just, I'm just asking because, you know, you don't want a victory parade to turn into a place where it's time to frisk. It's time to uh, get the rubber glove treatment and get the uh, the metal detector. But 
this is going to, you know, KC goes three in a row. They're going to do another parade for sure, you'd think. I hope they do another rally. They don't live in fear. But you don't want you don't want this day ruining it moving forward for for fans and, and little kids that want to see their heroes. Yeah, you, well, you have 800, and that, that included FBI. The FBI was involved as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, There was just 800 officers at the rally to help with control. Yeah, and, and, and that, the news accounts that I saw, you probably saw the same thing, said there were about a million people there. That's what they thought. Yeah. Um, you know, how do you, how do you, how do you have enough to control a million people, you know, and especially in a, in a situation where you've had the mindset, you've had a couple of these, uh, already, um, these kind of celebrations and everything went fine, you know, and I think you do have that m- mindset of, you know, well, it's not going to happen to us. No, you're not, not even, you're not even thinking about it as you're no. showing up at midnight to camp out. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not. You're not thinking about it. Um, and and yet, there it is. I mean, at Union Station, I mean, that's a that's definitely a landmark in Kansas City. You know, you've probably been there. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a very notable place. And I don't think that people that go there think, hey, this could be a potential uh, place where somebody could get killed. Mm. Um, Mike, we're close to Friday for Nebraska baseball before we get you out. And I know Coach Bolt talked uh, this week and a uh, different look on the rotation. Um, how you you feeling about Big Red baseball? What do you think about the preseason? Uh, what did we decide, Elijah, fifth? Fifth. Fifth. They're, they're slotted fifth in the Big Ten preseason. You know, it's, it's it's difficult to say. Nebraska has some young guys and some new guys that are going to fit into roles. Um, I thought it was interesting, you know, that Coach Bolt talked about uh, Timmerman, this this uh, pitcher from Beatrice. Yeah, I got an umpire uh, for him. Pitcher. Um, sounds like they want him to be a reliever right now. And I think because he's young or whatever, he has the potential to be a starter, I think. But um the kind of praise that he drew from Coach Bolt, um, that that was a surprise to me. You know that the, that you'd get a freshman pitcher in there and you would get that much attention uh, right away. And I think they've got a, a new guy that's going to be the closer um, starting off, and they've got uh, a couple of left-handed hitters at first base. New guys. Um, it, I, I just think it's difficult to say where this team is going to fit in the Big Ten, but it's like it's like everything else, I guess. Um, there's there's a basis for optimism. You can look at it and see where the optimism could be, and uh, you know. You, but then you look at it and say, well, there's no Max Anderson, there's no Bryce uh, Matthews. Those two guys combined for 41 home runs last season. And uh, 137 runs batted in, I think, between them. Uh, that's a pretty big, uh, pretty pretty big set of numbers to replace. That really talented guys. But uh, you know, Coach Bolt said you don't do it with two guys. You don't say these two guys are going to step up and fill those roles. You do it as a team. And uh, you know, he feels good about what they've got there. And I, you know, they, I think they have some depth. 
and they have the ability to put left-handed hitters in the lineup, which he said is always a good thing. You know that that's um, you know to have some left-handed batters mixed in puts more pressure on the opposing pitcher. So um, I'm I'm optimistic based on what he said. I think there's reason for that. If that means fifth in the Big Ten, um, so be it. But I, you know, I think that uh, it's really difficult to say at this point where Nebraska is going to finish. A quick aside on, on, on Timmerman. Bolt mentioned him. I got an umpire for him in a district baseball game against Ashland Greenwood his junior year. And quickly, let's run you through his stats. He was had a .40 ERA his junior year. That's good. Uh, a .69 ERA his senior year. Uh, he's the career record holder for ERA at Beatrice, hit 515 at the plate, and in that district game against Ashton Greenwood, he gave up one unearned run and got himself the win across six innings of work. Uh, that dude is legit. He didn't have overpowering stuff, but he could just hit his spots, and if, if Coach Bolt's talking positively, I believe him because he impressed the hell out of me as a junior in that district baseball game. Big-time talent. Babbers, uh, hugs to you and your family. Thanks again for your time today, bud. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate you. There he is, Mike Babcock, with us from Hale Varsity. Uh, we'll take some more of your comments here on the Stream Hale Varsity YouTube channel.